even on the days they don't want to, even when they're like crying, you wipe your face off, you do the video that you said you were going to do because it's not always about you. It's about the people you're going to inspire and someone who's kind. Be a good human. You have to be nice to people, like, you know, not just to the people who are going to help get you somewhere. Welcome to your Badass Journey podcast. This is Kareen Walsh, your business and life growth strategist, serial entrepreneur, transformational speaker, and author. Each week, I share my practices, tools, methods, and conversations with badasses I know will help you align what you love with what you do. I believe living a badass life means consistently willing to learn something new, put it into action, and periodically assess what you need to shine a light on to celebrate or let go in order to be the best version of yourself from this point forward. Life is too short for mediocre compromises. Let's help you make it a badass one. Welcome to your Badass Journey podcast. Today I have guest Tara Romano on today's episode. Tara is a serial entrepreneur, performer, teacher, personal development junkie, and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you unleash and let go so you can become the best version of you. She has an insatiable curiosity about what it means to live life to the fullest, whether it's hosting a Tone and Tease masterclass, around the world, speaking at conferences, or confessing the struggles of her life in order to help other people advance. I wanted Tara on the the show to show you guys what it really means to consistently be in action towards the life you want and finding that alignment of who you've now become after you've evolved through you know, a few years of getting over obstacles, running through things, and really aligning that joy of what fills you up into a business and life that you are completely aligned with. Tara is someone that has taken her passion for dance from a young child and built a business out of doing that alongside building a network marketing income stream and team and community that has helped her truly pursue her dreams. Of course, this year she is going bigger and stretching herself per usual. And I love just sharing a piece of who she is with you today. So hopefully you can get inspired to go after what it is that you want. As always, we love hearing from you. So as you listen to today's episode, have any takeaways, comments, questions, etc please reach out to either myself or Tara directly. And of course, we love when you share the episode with your friends, family, you know, whoever you think could benefit from the conversation. That's what it's all about. So continue to subscribe, listen, and share as these conversations keep coming out. We really appreciate it. And I hope you enjoy today's conversation. Tara, welcome. 
I, you know, I, before we were just chatting, I didn't tell you how much I love the name of your podcast. <laughs> like when you said it, I'm like, yeah, I'm on like a badass podcast. <laughs> That's right. And well, you girl have a badass journey that I cannot wait to share with our listeners because I've only been a part of it for, I don't know, I guess the last like maybe four years just on the periphery. And I, this year we're diving deep into each other's lives. And so I'm very excited to share you with everyone, but also would love you to describe your badass journey to date and how you got to where you are today, running your own company, Tone and Tease, and actually about to launch your first live hosted event called Your Life Unleashed in April, right? Yeah, I'm excited. So tell us how you got here. I have no idea. No, I'm just kidding. Divine intervention? <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, whenever I'm asked this question and we talked briefly about it before we came on, um, I'm always thinking like, how far do I go back? But I remember when I was 10 in sixth grade, our yearbook, it said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I put a dancer. Dancing was always something that I love. But funny story is when uh, my mom said when I was little and I would go to recitals, I would go to dance class and cry. So she actually took me out. I never was a trained dancer ever. My father's part Costa Rican. So I think I just have it in my blood. But anyway, I'll go back to, um, I've been in the fitness industry for like a little over 20 years now, which I always say, I know it's crazy because like I'm only 27. (laughs) But uh, No kidding. Um, But um, I started I, I was I was a cheerleader, so I had done some dance before, but um, like I was really into fitness, like boot camp, spinning, step class, if you remember that, rebound, like the whole nine. So I had gone to school for health and phys ed. I left when I was younger because I was like young. I didn't know what I was doing. I tried all different things, uh, real estate, um, you know, group exercise fitness. Um, I wound up being a bartender. And like for those people in the restaurant industry, I think once you get into that life, of being a bartender and making that money and it was fun and like it, it was just really good money. You kind of like I was doing doing bartending and group exercise for for quite some time. So when I turned um 30, I think it was like 30 or 31, I decided to go back to school. Maybe it was it was whatever time it was. Um and I went back for health and visit. I was still teaching fitness classes and I really loved it. It was I was better at being a student when I was older and there were all different ages in my classes I vividly remember and I was like the one in the front. So when I finished for health and visit I was really excited to get a job. I wanted to have a career because at this time I had just turned 33 I had finished. I was still bartending. I was literally going on my 10th year of bartending. And it was one of those things where I would work during the day and young people would come young. I would say young people. So like, you know, 19 to 21 would come in from the night before hungover talking about their night. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm 33. Like what is going on? Like, I need to do something with my life. I work really hard. I I, like, I just knew I wanted to be somewhere else. Like that was my personal journey, but I have to share um, briefly. I had started a network marketing product, like nutritional cleansing, which is part of network marketing. Now, Back then, if you said the word network marketing, I would be so embarrassed about it. And um, because I was looking for a job for a couple of years after coming out of college, my sister's like, you really should do this business. And I'm like, there's absolutely no way I'm going to do that business. Like, I didn't know why I didn't like that word, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. So I was still bartending, no job, like no phys ed job, but I was also still teaching um, fitness classes. And then I got really into dance. So it got to a point where I gave in. And I went to an event with my sister 
And it was really weird. It was like in a hotel, there was a lot of like, it, it was a small event. There were a lot of older people. I kind of thought she might've been in a cult, but it was weird because at this event, like the speaker was pretty much saying like, you can have or be or do anything you want. And I'm like, can you really though? Like, mm-hmm. and I still didn't believe it, but I, I wound up going back and back. Um, and I wound up falling in love with network marketing. And, um, you know, years later I grew a great team of like instructors, clients. Um, I started adding it into my, you know, fitness and dance yeah. classes. And like, that's kind of where, like it, it that's kind of where I landed. I decided to grow my dance fitness business and my network marketing business. And it kind of happened simultaneously. Like Literally everything just happened. Um, and I like to use the word like effortlessly, yeah. right? Like I was, yeah. but, but like not because I was working really hard. Like the last time I had W2 forms, I had seven. Like, that's just like, I never had less than three W2 forms anytime I work. So I always think when people ask like, how did you get to where you are? I'm like, because I was a worker. I started um, babysitting when I was 10, washing dishes when I was 11. So like, we didn't know anything other than working, right? So, right. you know, having going to school full-time, having a full-time bartending job, plus part-time in um, group exercise. It was just like what we did. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So like I, I just started um, putting my stuff for dance fitness on YouTube, growing my network marketing business. And then like, I just grew into momentum. I connected with people literally from all over the world. And like, here we are today. <laughs> yeah. And it's beautiful that you were able to leverage like so effortless when i hear when i hear people describe effortless right it to me that's alignment right when when you're able to like connect with the essence of who you are and figure out ways to generate income doing it you know like the network marketing company you joined would not have been in alignment with you if probably it wasn't in the health and fitness arena where you were surrounding yourself with other amazing people who were figuring out ways to get the right nutrition into people's bodies while you're on the other side doing all sorts of um movement and getting people to move their bodies in really unique ways and and dance it up initially you became like it came up through Zumba. Tell me a little bit about the health and fit, uh, the fitness yeah, side. Yeah. So um, I was teaching a group exercise, and um, when I had finished, when I had finished um, to graduate, I was like around like what thirty two, thirty three, whatever age it was, and everyone in my gym was getting Zumba certified, and I couldn't at the time. I, I wound up doing it a little later, but I would like be in this class. I'm like, what is this? Like, I like didn't understand it. I was so intrigued by it, so I of course got certified as well. And like, it was huge at our gym, like literally anywhere from 75 to 150 people taking this class. And, um, I still was really new at it. Like I, I, I like wasn't the best at first. And I remember, um, we would go on YouTube to look for choreography and like watch other instructors teach us. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, what, like, what is this that they're doing? And my friend, I remember her saying they're sharing their choreography on YouTube so you can learn it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I totally want to do that. Like I just even when I was younger, I would create, like when I was a cheerleader, I would create all the routines. So like being, you know, as a, as an adult, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. Like we can put moves to a routine and share it. No clue what I was doing. If you go back to my first videos, they were kind of terrible. Cause I was like talking in the beginning and I was really shy and nervous, but like, I feel like this, like the same thing with my network marketing business. Like if you look at my beginning posts, like I didn't really know what I was saying, but I was doing it. Like I had no attachment to what people thought because it just was fun. Like, I actually think I have more attachment now <laughs> than I did in the beginning <laughs> because I never would have imagined doing these things would have gotten me to where 
I am. Yeah. Yeah. And I probably it's actually more about intention versus attachment. Cause you, you have to have that flow about you, right? Like, so now your intention is aligned with, you know, who you really are, what you want to put out into the world. Like now you're going to host this awesome event, your, your tone and tease, you know, line of fitness as well. Like the way you teach people that way. How did that come about? Cause I'm so curious. Yeah, it's um, so, okay. So the last bartending, um, I moved, I moved from my hometown to another County. There was this place that I wanted to teach at. And in order to teach there, she's like, I want, I want you to give me a new format. Like, you know, Mm. give me something different. So I'm like, um, okay. So I actually went, I would do so much research online. So anytime now someone asks me a question, I'm like, Google it. Like, like some, not figure it out. Like I, I actually help people a lot, but I'm like, like I did so much research on my own. I went on crunch website and there was this class called strip bar. And I was like watching this guy. It was so amazing. I'm like, Oh, that looks so fun. So I just started to create, um, like dances with like a body bar. Then I used a towel. Then I used a chair and a friend of mine and I were sitting down one day and we decided to call it tone and tea. So it evolved over time where it's basic dance and fitness moves with like a sexy edge, easy to follow. I've taught it so many different places with like every age you can imagine men and women. I just came back from a dance fitness cruise and every single time I teach it, like I I'm like, I can't like people love it. And it just brings out this other side to them associate it with things that they do in their daily life. So I'm like, listen, you guys are sitting on a chair all the time. Like when you're at work, like do this or do that, or like pick up your pen this way, walk down the, the food aisle, like differently. So it's not just about the dance moves. It's about what you can actually do basically when you're sitting and walking. So, um, yeah, like it just honestly evolved over time and I would share it again on social media and people are like, what is that? Started to have certifications and now it's just, you know, something that people love. I love it. And I love that you created a, you know, a business out of the format of it too, because then now that you can teach other people and then they can, you know, spread the, the choreography and, and share that essence connection that you create. Cause I remember when we were at bliss last year with Lori Harder and, and you, you, you know, you share your practice with all of us, you know, through that weekend, which was epic. And then everybody would be like, I just walked down the aisles, shaking my ass to it, you know, with a little bit more attitude and, and yes. just that joy and fulfillment and connection that it brings is so needed. You know, we, we get so serious about the doing that we forget to have fun. And so I'm curious what, uh, when folks, when you work with um, your clients that are feeling stuck or, you know, kind of not really ready to step into their greatness and their, you know, a fulfilled life, what, what type of advice do you give or like, how do you coach them through that? Yeah. So I've been coaching and that's another thing why I loved network marketing because it introduced me to coaching now. And I'm not afraid to share this. I've been going to therapy on and off, on and off since I was like literally 10 years old. And I think whether you think you need it or not, everyone needs therapy. Everyone needs some kind of accountability partner coach, whatever it is for you. Right. Yeah. One of my favorite coaching, uh, was NLP. So neuro linguistic programming, where it's like talks about your brain and neural nets and like, you know, like why we do and think how we do and it like associated for stuff that happened when you were younger. But basically I've learned that everything about the world is energy. Like literally everything. We are just energy. And in order to like shake it up, you require movement. So 
when I was being coached with um, NLP, we did a lot with music and sound and like incantations, which you'll hear Tony Robbins mm-hmm. say. So basically, um, and I and I I actually start my tone and tease class off like this. We don't even put the music on first because whether you're afraid to have a conversation, make a call, put up a post, write that thing, publish whatever it is, like you need to change the energy if you're feeling negative emotions. So um, put put on, like get. That's why like we say have intentions. Like I say like I'm fearless, I'm confident, I'm beautiful. Um, before we even start, because in yelling and in moving your body or posing, whatever it is, like you're switching your energy. Eric Worre, who um, is big in the network marketing world, he always says, action neutralizes negative emotion. So anytime you guys are feeling negative emotion, it's just, that's number one, a choice. And I get it because sometimes you're like, you don't understand, you don't understand. But like I do, because I've been in that victim mode a lot in my life. And there just comes a point where you're like, you, you only get this life once. And like, if you put that thing out or make that call or whatever it is, like, it, it's just, it'll, it's just going to switch up your energy and, and then you'll know like what's going to happen. And I always say what we anticipate to happen sometimes doesn't, right. But like, even if it doesn't happen the way you want, it's an experience, it's growth. And it's something for you to share with someone else. But if we don't do the thing, we're just going to stay the same. Right. So I just feel like I've like the one thing about me that I've always done in this forever journey is take action all the time, whether I'm sad, whether I'm whatever. And that, like, I always invite people to do the same thing. Yeah. Action and emotion always then triggers new thoughts, right? Like, because now you're moving that energy flow that you're talking about creates a, a, a something new to create, to connect with and generally stimulates uh, creativity. You know, if we're bogged down in that fear mindset and the what if stories and the, and just storytelling in general, because it is all in our head. If we're not taking action to step forward, then it just um, can feel so heavy where just walking through it sometimes. Like I, when I used to um, coach folks one-on-one when I was in the corporate world, like full-time, right. Or working for other companies, I would take my clients on or my, my team. Sorry. When I would have my one-on-ones on like walking one-on-ones, you know, like I, I'd be like, let's stimulate new thought. Let's get out of the office. Let's go for a walk and let's just talk it through. So you can give me your update. You can tell me what your struggles are. But then I bet you by the time we're back from this like four block radius or however long ago at the time, my favorite walks were in San Francisco at the time we'd go down the Embarcadero and like come back. So we're by the water. It just stimulated creativity so that by the time they came back to their desk, there was this awesome like release and they could just plow through whatever the obstacles were because they're truly obstacles are like, they're not real. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's just something for you to solve right now. And you have to get into action to solve it. Right. I also think that we're so addicted and used to something being like wrong. Like if it's like, like there, you, we can't function if something's not wrong. Like, you know, Mm, that is an addiction problem. A lot of people have, you're so right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's almost that, you know, uh, addiction to feeling as a victim is your identity. Wow. So it's, it's that changing the identity of, no, I'm a problem solver. I am an achiever. I am, you know, it's a, and like you said, those intentional I am statements are so key to restate intention. And then I love that then you connect it with movement because when you do put it in your body, and I'm a big Tony fan, and I love that he, Tony Robbins, that he like, Literally, when he wants you to integrate your new thoughts, you are in your body constantly 
to bring it in with loud music and dancing or whatever that feels like. And it's so awesome that you're doing it. Also, it's such a sensual level too. Now, tone and tease is not like a strip tease workout by any means. But what I love about, because I've taken your class um, and it's, it's really about the side of you that is almost like a, it's like a nurturing connection to self, which we don't do often enough either, you know, where it's like, we're always outward loving generally. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the inward love is, it's kind of hard to figure out like, how do you actually connect with that side and nurture it? So I love that you've created a space for folks to do that. Yeah. And it's interesting because it is like a more woman dominant class for sure. But like, I'm telling you, men do it too. And like the, mm-hmm. where I just was, there was probably like eight men and I have a great video of them up there. And I begin the class by, I was talking, I'm like, we're sexual beings. Like it's just who we are. And like, I think sometimes we forget to tap in that into that because you know, we don't always feel so sexy or beautiful. And there's so much visually going on on the internet that like, it could just, you know, knock you down. And I just, I'm just like, you know, we didn't even have any mirrors for this one, which was great. But like, you just like tap into that fun side of yourself. And like, I just think that when you can feel that energy, like you, you portray it on the outside too. Like, you know, you hear the thing, like, you know, there's so much light in you or like your energy is different. Like you feel, you know, you look different. It's the truth. And like, we have control over that. Yeah. And I love to say that the, when that light is shown, it's because you kind of took the veil of the critical mind and the judgment mind and, you know, all these negative thoughts that we tell ourselves because of maybe some trigger that happened in the past to think we were less than, yeah. you know, in order to do that. And it's funny that you just brought up the mirror situation. Cause I've, I've actually found a local Zumba class, which I absolutely love. And I get a really good burn from, you know, from going, but I purposely stand in the part of the room where the mirror is not in front of me mm-hmm. because I found like, I obviously still have work to do in, in my critical mindset when it comes to granted, I'm getting sweaty and gross and my face is red. And like, <laughs> I don't really want to see it, you know, because it's like not, how I'm thinking in my mind, like to really feel in the moment, I don't want that feedback. You know what I mean? Like, and that's something I'm working on, but I would say that, um, it just, I just found that I wasn't feeling as fulfilled when I was in front of the mirror. And so I was like, I'm just going to move over to this part of the room and get that workout, that burn on and enjoy the moment. And it just fills me up to do it that way. And I come out of class and my face is like, literally so red like it's almost and i post it on insta all the time like yeah. it's not like i'm not ashamed of any of that it's just me putting myself out there but it's just really interesting how sometimes when you're not seeing the reflection of yourself with the critical mind in place mm-hmm. you can really connect to how you want to feel yeah. in the moment and yeah. that's really cool i love it that's the best and i love that you have um, men and women coming together too to find that expression because it's so needed and in the same space. Yeah, men feel it too. It's so interesting. Like they, they have the same insecurities. It's just not like spoken about as much. Yeah. Completely, completely. So tell me now where your journey is today and what your intentions are, you know, coming up. I know you have this big event um, that you're hosting. So tell me a little bit about that and what your intention is for it. Oh gosh, it's so funny because you talk about like the um the mind and and um and all the noise and stuff. And I feel like it just it never goes away. We just learn we get better at it with dealing it. So when it comes up for me, which is right now with, with this event, I'm just like, okay, that's gonna happen. I'm gonna have my days where I'm like, all right, you don't want to do this. Like, why do you need to do this? It's fine. Mm-hmm. So 
being a part of Bliss Project for so long, um, I and then moving, I, I used to live in California for a few years and had to move back home. And I remember like thinking, gosh, I would love to have one of these women empowering events um, on the East Coast. And there's a lot in New York, but I feel like right in New Jersey, like where like a lot of the people that I kind of grew up with, so to speak, could attend and, you know, like I would just love that. For So for the past three years, I've been wanting to do something like that. I just literally pulled the trigger. Like I went to another event in California and I was looking at the speakers on stage who were like just all ridiculously successful, inspiring, motivating. And I've actually spoken with some of them and I was in the audience and I love, I'm always going to go to events. Like I think we're going to be like, you have to be forever learning and growing, even with group exercise and dance. Like I'm always taking other classes, forever learner. Um, but I was sitting in the audience. I'm like, I'm like, I should be doing more of this. Like I want to, like I, not that I should, but I wanted to, like, I want to share more of myself, but I felt like I didn't deserve to be up there. Like I still have deserve or I'm not enough for, and things like that. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm like, it's time. Like you've been playing small for this past year. Like I, I last year, my word was peace. Like I had a lot of noise in my head and just had to find a lot of peace in my life. And I'm like, you know, what? I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. So even before the year ended, I started taking action on a lot of things mm-hmm. and I just decided to do this event. So basically like I'm having, it's a one day event. I'm having um, a handful of speakers that I met over the past year since moving home, um, share this event with me. And the the last speaker that I added in, it was just like the universe totally connected us because we were on a a short panel together and I was listening to her. I'm like, I'm obsessed with you. (laughs) I'm obsessed with you too. I'm like, this is perfect. So it's going to be an event of, of, it's like one day where like, you know, just like, leave like your, your thoughts, your kids, whatever, you know, at home. So you can have this one day to yourself. And like, I really want people to connect with other people and know that they have a supportive community, but like whatever that is in your life, because whether it's a career relationships, like, you know, that thing that you want to do and haven't done like to kind of like start taking action on it. So one thing I love about the events that I go to is like, there's a lot of action um, involved, like interaction with the audience, So, um, I'm having a bunch of speakers going over, you know, whether it's mindset, like, you know, getting rid of old stories, like why we do the things we do. So it's kind of like all of the things that I've learned over the past year is kind of like smushed into one day, but like not ending there. Like, um, I want it to be more interactive where people can get that accountability partner and stick with them. So that's why, like, um, one of my first events that I ever went to, I remember we had to switch partners and talk to people that we didn't know. I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> like, but those events I found the most growth out of. So it's, you know, one of those things. And I'm just so excited about it. Cause like, I just want to share so much of what I learned and there's nothing better than being in person with people and like energy exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Great I love it. Yeah. And I believe it's on my birthday, April 13th. <laughs> So that might be a really great way to celebrate my birthday, coming to the event, but also... I know it's a um, great space, spot too in, in Long Branch, like right by the beach. It's oh, like a really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So I could do like a little getaway, but I, I love that you're attracting, you know, what... Because you and I go to several same events together and I feel like we always have to travel for it. And I feel that same pull to try and figure out how do I build that local presence as well in a way that is is cultivating that community that we've supported for so long in other towns and other cities. It's like, bring it closer to home. Uh, and so I think that's awesome. And 
uh, I'm sure the panel you're putting together, the, the speakers, et cetera, are going to have such impact. But uh, is it, I, remind me, is it just for women? Like who? who no, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I feel like it's, um, it's not just for women. Okay, cool. Yeah. I feel like it's just like tone and tease and the fact that like, yes, there's definitely a lot more women, but like, again, I feel like men deal with the same, same, same things. And, you know, I always think like where my life is right now and has been for the past, you know, however many years, I never imagined that for me. I thought this was a life for other people. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's people like right in the surrounding area who feel the same way. Like we look and we're like, oh, that's for other people. Like, I, I don't know how to get there. I can't imagine, but it's not the truth. And like, everyone's goal is different. And I feel like maybe it's not the career, maybe it's the relationship or having a simple, uncomfortable conversation. Like what I have found is the, the most uncomfortable conversations give you the most growth. Yes. It's so true. It identifies the areas that are still um, need to unravel a little bit and then figure out the right toolkit and the right methodology to break through. Yeah. I think that's awesome. When you said you had a word for last year, uh, which was peace, what's your word for this year? Ask. So yeah, because, um, I'm always like, I'm always afraid to ask because I don't think like, like I'm worth the time. Like there's certain things, like I feel bad, but the thing is, is I'm, I'm like, I'm so supportive of everyone. And just because I love it, like it just comes naturally. Like I love supporting people. And like, I know to get to where I want to and to like affect more people, like I can't do it on my own. Right. So like, I'm just, I'm like boldly asking, especially with this event, like I want a lot of people to know. So I'm going to ask everyone, like if this, if you, like, I want them to read what it's about. And if this connects with you, like, would you please like share this with someone, you know, that would want to come or would you post this? You know, like we do more together. That's why I think community tribe is so important. Like I'm, I'm like so obsessed with community. So when I move, I remember moving to California, I knew a lot of people, but they were all spread out. And I just like, I left a huge community and tribe back in Jersey. So I was like lonely. And then I finally built it and I moved, I actually had to move back home because my dad, I wanted to move back home because my father was sick. When I came home, that tribe that I had had kind of moved on and like they were there, but not in the same aspect. So for me lately, it's building that community and tribe up again because it's everything to me. I love that. I, uh, I'm curious, is there an ask that you just recently have kind of put yourself out there for and you're now on the other side of that you are just so proud and feel like that was like a badass moment that you've done it? In terms of asking, um, maybe like nothing too big nothing in terms of asking, like for me, like just putting this event out, I guess like even asking the speakers to come join me. I feel like this is something that I just was like, all right, here's the date. Let's put it together. And I just like literally did it. Um, and, and um, there've been a couple of times I'm like, seriously, I'm like, what, like, why did you do that? <laughs> but, like, I know it's something that I would always be like, what, like, like, why wouldn't you do that? Like if I've been, when you have a, I feel like when you have a poll continually for the same, same thing, it's for a reason yeah. and you take action on it. Cause you'll just never know. And I think it'll haunt you like for, for so long. Like, I, I don't know what the quote is like, Oh, Les Brown, which he says most inventions or great ideas are in the graveyard. I like never want that to be me. Like, yeah, ever. yeah I love it. I love that you're putting it out there and so many people are going to benefit from it, which is so cool. And, um, and my hope is to be able to be there myself and, and just really be there to celebrate and witness and, and, and learn, you know, and continue to unleash and, and build 
you know, the, not only, I, you know, the tribe too, because I just recently moved back to the East Coast as well. And it, it's something that I'm in need of also, you know, it's like as much as I had my close knit tribe from when I was growing up in this area that I've come back to now, it's like reintroducing, like, where are they all today? And like, how can I create the experience for that? So it's really cool that you're you're doing it locally because that's one of my goals also towards the end of this year to be able to have consistency in that. And I think others can benefit from learning about just putting it out there, inviting people to it and making, you know, great experiences for all those around. I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, like I'm, I'm just hoping that for everyone too. Like I'm just hoping that for whoever comes can find some sort of breakthrough and it can propel, propel them into some sort of action yeah, in any area really of their life that they want. Yeah. It's really great. So when you think about the path you're on now, and if you were to be like, you know, the future version of yourself, let's put you like 10 years from now. Mm. What would that version of yourself, what would you want that version of yourself say about who you are today? What would I want them to say about who? Oh, I feel like I would, I mean, I would want them to say like, what, like what would my future self tell me right now? Okay. So that like, and I feel like it would be the same as like, what would I tell my past self? Like that it's, it's not that serious. <laughs> You're enough all the time, like no matter who we talk to. And I, I love social media and it's a curse all at once because, and I feel this so strongly and I'll always feel this like, we're so numbers driven. Like we, we go to someone's Instagram, we look at their number and we judge them and ourselves against that number. And it happens over and over again. And I just want to say like, you're, like the number on the scale, the number on social media, the number in your bank account does not define you. And like you are powerful in like without the numbers, right? Like, I mean, if we all stripped ourselves of the filters and the numbers, like we would just be these souls <laughs> with like, you know, it's true. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, the older I get, I mean, I'm 41 now. I was kidding before when I said I was 27, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I just feel like just be kind, be a good person and like take action towards your dreams, but know that like, but help people in the process. Right. Like I just, like I'm all about giving back. Um, it's just, just a true passion of mine. And I honestly like want to help the younger generation as well. So that's gonna, that's like a big movement for me too, is like going back into teaching like, you know, young kids dance and speaking at schools and stuff like that. But yeah, but that is just going to be, everything's all good. Yeah. Um, and I, like, there's a saying, like, I don't know if you listen to Abraham Hicks or if anyone listening listens to Abraham Hicks much at all, but like, it's all perfect. Like all of it. It's like all perfect. Even like the stuff that we think is crappy, like it's all here for a reason. And I don't know. It just really isn't that serious. Even the serious stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think it's, it's an awesome perspective to have because sometimes the reason why I asked that question is that I'll, a lot of people live in that I'll get to that when, you know, like I'll get to that when, and they kind of push for the future of when this occurs, then I will. And it creates this just cycle of it's just stale. Like you, you're creating like almost like a stale environment for yourself. If you're always thinking about, well, when this happens, like when I drop the 10 pounds or, you know, when, um, you know, I get that promotion or when I, you know, as opposed to like, no, what right now is going to make you feel the most fulfilled possible and go and do it. <laughs> like there's really yeah. no other better time than now. 
oh my gosh, I want to add something to that because I had all the wins. Like I had like my, like my body was the fittest as, as it's ever been. I was, I was super successful in the fitness and dance industry, network marketing. I was creating amazing income, like traveling, like I literally had everything that maybe someone could actually want. And I remember moving home in this beautiful apartment, looking out and just feeling like literally empty. And like, I'm like, like literally empty. And that's why last year my word was peace because I'm like, I have all of it. Like, why, like what's wrong? You know, I was like, it, uh, it, it was a, a, a time that I remember so well. And uh, I worked really hard last year. I look really, really hard. And I think that's why I kind of took a break from stuff. But, you know, I wound up finding inner peace again and getting getting it that it's not the stuff. It's never going to be the stuff. I promise you all that ever. It's never going to be the body. And we really, truly have to find peace and have fun in the making of whatever it is. Because when we have fun and like there's more ease, like more comes to us. And that's why I think when I started this journey, I never, I didn't have any attachments to anything. Like I, like I was just having fun and like it just happened. So yeah. I love that. I love that. It, it's it's just such a it's such a great lesson to share with folks that it's in the now. It is an energy exchange, just like you said. And to raise that level of fulfillment, it's what I talk about all the time. Uh, first, over achievement, you know, take away that quantitative measurement. Use it. Leverage it to identify what's bringing you down yes. or moving you forward. Right? Like what? What? You know, there, there's a there's some value in it, but it's not the only thing to value. Yeah. And and making sure that you can actually take action towards what it is you want is just so so important. So I love that, Tara. And this has just been such an awesome conversation. So I want to thank you for joining me today and really just sharing a small piece of yourself because you're such a huge energy human being. And I can't, I know I'm going to get to see you in a few days, so I can't wait to to hug you. Um, And so thank you for joining today's show. And the way I love to end it with everybody is to have you define what, what do you think a badass is? What are the characteristics of a badass? Oh my God, there's so many, but I will keep it short. I feel like um, someone who is consistent, even on the days they don't want to, even when they're like crying, you wipe your face off, you do the video that you said you were going to do because it's not always about you. It's about the people you're going to inspire and someone who's kind. Be a good human. You have to be nice to people. Like, you know, not just to the people who are going to help get you somewhere. I love that. Thanks for being such a badass in my life. And... Um, and I can't wait to see you soon. I know this was literally so fun. I feel like I could talk to you for another hour. Of course we can. So we will make that happen. (laughs) Thanks, Tara. Bye guys. Thank you for joining me today. Before you move on to the next episode, please post a review or share this episode with someone you think would appreciate it. Your feedback and support mean everything to me. For more information, check out yourbadassjourney.com or kareenwalsh.com. I truly believe everyone is capable of living a badass life. Thank you for listening.